Welcome to the Partnering with Parents podcast. I'm Kyle Mikulin. Thank you so much for joining us in this episode. I'm talking with Nicole Morris and Cody Mather about camp. Nicole is the Creek Kids Camp Director as well as one of the Creek Kids Directors at the 528 Campus. And Cody is the Student Camp Director as well as the Student Director at the 528 Campus. I'm excited to talk about all things camp and the impact that it can make on our kids, the volunteers who attend, and how you as a parent can get involved. Well, thanks, Nicole and Cody, for joining us on the podcast. Super awesome to have you yeah. guys here. I think it's funny. Both of you guys are at the 528 campus, and y'all are both the camp directors for your prospective ministries. How'd that happen? It's the way it should be. <laughs> it's just, right. it just, right. kinda, right it just, just like how it this. naturally yeah. happened. Yeah, it's going to be right awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. You have yes. to have a special type of crazy in you to run camp, and so in a good way, the best possible way, because yeah. I think you guys bring, you guys are some of the more energetic people that I have ever met, and I see that. That's cool that the 528 campus has. Yeah, I'll that. give it to her. She'll run all the marathons for oh, me. Oh, yeah. Cool. I was really stuff. directing yeah. that towards yeah. Nicole. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Please. you got to train for these things. It's a, it's <laughs> yeah. a year long thing. <laughs> well, tell me, how did y'all get into doing this? Did you, was there ever a time in your life when you were like, yeah, I'm going to be a camp director? Like, how did that come to fruition? I don't think it was ever like, I want to be a camp director ever. I think it kind of naturally happened that way. But I'll tell you, like, I didn't go to church camp for the first time until mm. I was 16. And it was in probably the lowest part of my life ever. Uh, Like I'm new to following Jesus, but months prior to all that, like I got arrested for some things I shouldn't have been doing, got put on probation, but started getting involved in student ministry. And they're like, you should come to camp. I was like, yes, I'll go to camp. And then it was like, Hey, you're on probation. Your mom has to go to camp with you. Oh, that's <laughs> and so fine. that was my first camp at 16. Wait, your but mom came with you to camp for she the had, first time? Yeah, she had, she had to be voluntold to go because she would have gone anyways, yeah. but it's was like, she had to come because I had to have my parent guardian with me until awesome. <laughs> for awesome. camp that well, summer. Well, Nicole, did you have to have your mom come with you to camp <laughs> no, as well? No, okay. no, I didn't have that. No, that's a Cody thing for sure. No, actually, my first experience with camp was 15 years ago when I got oh, wow. hired on as a children's director okay. for West Campus. And it was like, oh, and by the way, you oversee a fourth and fifth grade area, so you get to go to camp. Yay. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It was, but it was incredible. So I back mean, then, did you jump into leading the summer camps or is that something that yeah. came on later? Yeah. So we didn't start leading our own actual camp till about nine years ago, okay. but we definitely, it was all part of the process of going to a preteen camp and taking our students, you know, mm. with us to camp. And so, yeah. That would be an interesting enough podcast in of itself just to talk about the history of summer camps that we've done. Yeah. We don't got time for that now, but that would be super, super exciting. So give me a, a brief description about what it means for you guys to be the camp director for your prospective ministries? Yeah, so I would say it's a large task because I would say camp probably for both of us is the largest thing that we do centrally as a ministry all year. Um, But I say it's a fun, like, again, 16, went to camp for the first time. My life was changed Mm -hmm. forever. And so there's something that God does at camps, right? Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. There's, I don't know the magic formula to or anything like that, but God just does something at camp. And so I I love to be a part of, of why, like how that happens mm. and why that happens. Um, and so for, I forget where we were going. Sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, we're, we're, we're just talking about, yeah, what we, that. you know, being camp director, what's our role kind of thing? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And so part of that, t- uh, you know, even especially running, we both run our own camp, right? Yeah. So used to be when, when I first came on, it was making sure kids got registered, you know, making sure we got our materials ready and we got on a bus and we went to camp. And so that's really shifted in that running our own camp 
it, it's it's overseeing and directing those different aspects, right? So for mm-hmm. children's ministry, we actually have a group of mostly uh, volunteers who actually get together throughout the year. And so the second we get back from camp, we're like, what's the evaluation? And we start, we hit wow. the ground running probably in August. But um, but that's what we do is we look at every aspect from you know what's happening in large group time to what are we doing during small group time? What do those activities look like to recreation, to the activity schedule itself for the kids to kind of experience you know the camps, yeah. you know the, what the activities are provided at you know, camp. And so all of that just takes leadership and direction. Mm-hmm. And really, I would say the probably the biggest thing we do is delegate. Yeah. Yeah. No, That's I would true. agree. Yeah. I mean, it takes a ton of volunteers and a ton of team people to make it happen. So it's not built on one person to do the entire task at all. Like there is a lot of people that go in to make camp just camp. For sure. I want to talk about that. Yeah. But so just to make sure we're understanding correctly, you guys do this not just for 528, but for Clear Creek Community Church as a whole. That's yep. right. So it's awesome. Yep. Yeah. Every campus that we have is a part of it. So it's a central. It's a central event that we that we take on. So I think camps. I mean, just like anything in our ministries that we lead and do, uh, it's our hopes that parents we would be able to partner with alongside parents in the midst of this. And I think camp is catalytic in that. And so, giving you a framework or giving parents a framework of what this looks like, I think is helpful in how we can partner with them and how they can partner with us as a ministry. So that I want to couch this whole conversation really in that. Yeah. And you guys are going to do a great job at articulating that stuff. But when you think about the environments that you guys are trying to create at summer camp, give parents just a perspective. Like, what are you guys wanting to see happen? Like, what type of spaces are you trying to create for students and children to step into? Yeah, so I think one of the the best things that we've done recently is camp is really it's a device free zone, which is kind of okay. fun. So that means they're not they're coming just free of all the things. So that's that's the first thing. And our students have found we have found that they love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They love being able to get away from it and Well, yeah, I think there's a story to that, like from last year's camp, right? So one of the best things that happened last year, specifically at high school camps, so we do a junior high and a high school camp, is we got rained out mm-hmm. for three hours. I mean, lightning's happening, rain's happening, we can't go anywhere. So every Every high school student is in the cafeteria for three hours. And I was like, we have nothing programmed for you to do. And you don't have your phones to scroll on for hours or whatever on end. So, you got to talk right? to each other. Yeah, so they had to That's awkwardly scary. make some relationships and talk and all <laughs> yeah. this kind of stuff. So, but it was like, it was awesome. Kids are playing cornhole. Kids are playing games at the at the tables. They're playing ping pong. But it was like the most... It was the best thing that could have happened for just some relationships to hang out and be mm. there. And so I think part of the device-free zone is, is like, you don't get to see that that often anymore. Mm. No. Yeah. And so and a, another thing is like, when you go to these camps, all these kids are getting to explore things they've never got to do before. Okay. Anything from, you know, for our camp, we have, you know, canoeing and, you know, I know at student yeah. camp, you can hike, you can do all these things. So it's cool because you can zip line, you could ax throw, you know, it's yeah. just things our kids don't get to do yeah. every day. So it kind of gets them out of that as well. Just that, okay, I don't have my, my you know, my device to kind of, hang on to. So, you know, I've got to do some things. And uh, at children's camp, what I love is they all travel together. So whatever group they're with, that's their group for the week. They're in the pack. They're in the pack. And so it's super cool because they encourage each other. Like if they don't want to do something, it's like, okay, but you're going to go and you're going to encourage others. And then by the end, they're like, okay, I'm in. Like, I want to try that too. So that's kind of a cool thing. So they don't have to do it alone. Yeah. Nope, they're not doing it alone. That's awesome. Yeah. I would say for like our value also around camp is like, right, it's an explore faith environment for us. So we want kids that hopefully are far from Jesus to grow near to him. So they have an environment where they can explore their faith. They can explore the claims of who Jesus is or what is his, what is his death and resurrection mean for my life? Like, what, how do I apply that? And so, right, it's, it's trying to be one of those environments, but also it's like, man, we also want camp to be fun. 
Yeah. Like at the end of the day, we want you to come to camp and walk away and be like, dude, that was a blast. Like that was the funnest thing mm-hmm. I could have done this summer, regardless of whatever else I could have signed up for, whatever retreat, other thing like that. I was like, at that camp, I got to explore the claims of Jesus, but I had a ton of fun yeah. doing it at the same time. Right. And there's all sorts of things and environments throughout the entire week from rec to upfront games to hanging out, getting rained out, whatever that might look like that you just like, dude, that was awesome. Dude, I share an office next to Cody. And so I get to hear some of the conversations. They're the weirdest strangest, yeah. most fun conversations in the call. I'm sure some of yours yeah. are like, I didn't think we'd be thinking about this yeah, as who much. Who comes but... up with a game like Boot Soup? I yeah, don't know. there you go. Yeah, yeah. You get to run all that stuff. But it's yeah. important because yeah. I think one of the things that you guys have both alluded to is the nature of like creating environments and spaces where students, no matter where they're at in their faith journey, has have like positive yeah. reinforced thoughts and experiences in regards to the church. And so they can... As they live their life, they go throughout, they grow old, and they look back and they remember the days. It's like a little mountaintop experience where even if it was just some silly thing that they remember from summer camp, it's like that was a positive memory that they had with the church, and you guys get to play a part in making that happen. Yeah, absolutely. I think some of my fondest memories were 16, 17, 18 as a kid in student ministry going to camp. Oh, yeah. 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 When, and even just the worship service, it, you know, yeah. self, that, that learning environment, is, it's high energy. Yeah. But then I love it because yeah. it's always followed up by a time of just, okay, well, wh- you know, how did God speak to you? Or oh, what man. are you learning? Wh- how are you growing? What's, yeah. what's happening? And so I think it's just, it's a safe place to do that. Yeah. So you guys both alluded to this. And I, I kind of want to talk about strategy a little bit because I think everything fits within our ministries. It fits in within a particular strategy of why it's here. And so uh, I think, Cody, you said, and Nicole, you agreed that like, for both students and Creek Kids camps, our strategy for student ministries or, or for camps is super particular. Mm. So help me understand, how does this fit into our ministry? What does camp provide that other things maybe can touch on, but not to the full potential that camp can? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we said it's an explore faith environment for us where, again, our goal is Um, Right, we have different things throughout the year that are very small group driven, our core students or core families and things like that, that we want to, we can want to continue to develop stuff like that. I would say camp is the opposite of that. Like we want those unchurched, right? If we want to lead unchurched students to become fully fully devoted followers of Jesus, like those are the people that we really want to attend and come be a part of camp, right? So the environments there is like, you're an unchurched student coming into a place, one, we're going to share the gospel. It's going to be fun. All these kind of things that are going to be a part of it. But really like, my hope is, yes, we're going to touch on some things that you might be able to gain from the outside, you know, secular world or whatever. But I think we're going to provide an environment at our camps that you're not going to be able to get anywhere else in the entire world. Right. So, right. You are going to have fun. You're going to build relationships, all this kind of stuff. But there's something about the gospel. There's something about that God does in those environments. Again, I don't know what kind of magic pixie dust or whatever he throws on it, but there's just something that happens when you get a week away, your devices are gone. You're around other people who are trying to maybe do the same things that you're doing. They're thinking the same way that you're thinking. They're being presented with certain truths the same way that you're being presented with certain truths. And God just begins to do stuff in that environment. And so I said, I, I'm wholeheartedly believe that we were created by God and for God. And when we create an environment for the students to understand that, he just does something. And you can't get that anywhere else in the entire world. That's good. Yeah. When I think it's a catalyst for us, right? I love how we strategically, we promote before we go. Mm, and and yeah. not all churches do that, right? But but there's something about that, right? So our fifth yeah. graders going into sixth grade, think, they're going to yeah. get to be a part and experience something a lot different than they did in ch- you know at children's camp yeah. in third and fourth grade for them. And so it's really cool the way that that works because 
couple things are happening. They're building new relationships mm. right when they go. And so that's huge for those leaders moving forward as well. So not only is it something that happens at camp that we're experiencing this thing together, but then moving forward, we now have that shared experience where God has done something in each of our hearts and now we're going to follow it. That's going to be followed up with as well. Sure. Which I think is in, that's a good point, especially for student ministry, like their first, really their first experience with going from Creek Kids to student ministry is summer camp. Yeah. And that can be a, a scary thing for parents. That can be something that, which we're going to talk about here in a second, but yeah, that's a, that's a weighty thing that I know you guys don't take lightly and we as a ministry. No, so it's transition times, right? Yeah. Like for you in ministry, it'd be your third graders that are now going into fourth grade and those fifth graders that are now going to sixth grade and those transition points in a student's life is probably some of the most important, like fundamental points that they're ever going to go through. That's great. Let's let's talk resources for a yeah. second. All the things that go into planning camp. It's a big part in our strategy. Yeah. Like it means a lot to our ministry. I think it's one of the most catalytic events that we do at our church, right? Like we see life change happen, kids make decisions, taking next steps, all of those things from Creek Kids and Student Ministry. So we invest a lot. Like Nicole, I think you alluded to it just a second ago. How, how long does it take you to even, when we think about resource of time, yep. how long does it take you guys to even plan? So we spend camp? nine to 10 months planning wow. camp. Yep. Wow. So it's like once it once, once it's, it's over, over you're yeah, back we take at it. we take about a month yeah. off and then we hit the ground running again. Man. Yeah. That's, that's great. awesome. Yeah. I would say I mean, sure nine to ten months, but it's really it's a year long process that you're really thinking about. Because I can guarantee you as you're at Creek Kids Camp, you're going, Oh, this worked really well for this year. Let's think about that for twenty twenty four or twenty twenty five. Right. It's, 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 it's already already Do you even get mind. to enjoy it like yeah. when you're there? Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. But you you always got these certain eyes Price, on it yeah. how you think about it. But I mean, it really is it because it is our biggest thing and it can be the most catalytic thing in our ministry. Um, it's one of those things like, man, we put our we put thought behind it for an entire year. So talk people then, like who's helping you pull camp yeah. off? Yeah, I mean, we take for children's ministry, we take eighty-five volunteers oh, wow. to make to make that happen. And so, part of that's everything from you know who's running large group, our teachers. But in children's ministry, it's kind of a sweet gig because we actually use the volunteers that go are actually within our ministry for the most part. So, yes. our two speakers that will be there this year, they they speak every Sunday. There are children's um, they're five twenty-eight people, but mm. <clears throat> we won't talk about that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you know, but but it's awesome because they get this age group, and I think that that's so important to understand is that um, when we take third and fourth graders, we're going to teach on their level. That's what mm. we're doing. We're going we're to speak and um, show them the gospel through the lens that they understand. Yeah, age you know, appropriate. It's yeah. age appropriate. Yeah. And so um, it's huge for them. And we want it to be relevant to where they are. Um, and so that's that's just something that we do, but we start playing that now. And even as we're we're adapting what we're going to teach, is like even right now, as as new issues are coming up, we're thinking through that. How do we how do we bring the gospel to that? You know yeah. and what they're going through. And so um, so yeah, so we're constantly just thinking through that. But recreation, like we were talking about yeah. earlier, recreation is run by a lot of our uh, teenage volunteers who serve in our children's ministry. And yeah, it's a cool so thing cool. again because they know these kids, they understand this age group, and um, and they've got the energy right. And yeah. so so we have somebody who's planning that with those kids already. And so, yeah, so it just takes, it takes a ton of people. It takes a ton of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's the same. There's so many buckets of things that people are like living into, right? From programming to teaching to rec to small group leading. And so I think we took 170 volunteers for camp last year for Camp Creek. And so, I mean, there's, there's just so many people that are invested in the life of it. Again, I mean, I ju just before we got to this podcast, I was texting a camp rec prep team yeah. to start thinking about games and things like th that we're going to do. So, I mean, it just takes 
a, an army of people to make camp happen. And people want to do it. Yeah, that's what I think that blows it. me away about it. y'all's yeah. teams mm-hmm. is like no one's dragging their feet. No. I think even, that's what makes it so fun for Cody and I. Yeah. It's not even just getting to, to lead. It's getting to be a part of yeah. everything that's happened, every mm-hmm. aspect of it. Yeah. So let's talk money because I feel like that that's yeah. a big one. So give us a, a picture of like how much does camp cost? Yeah. And like what is what would a student pay or what would a sure. Creek kid pay in order to go to summer camp? Yeah. So for Creek Kids Camp, um, we put it together. and It's about $431 a kid to mm. pull it off. Yeah. Right to do all the aspects and the things that we like to do, yeah. and um, so really, uh, so it's, it's a, it can be a little pricey, yeah. you know. And those things add up everything from their T-shirt to the camp itself, the facility we're using to their meals, um, and all of those things add up pretty quickly. So, and then for students, how much? Yeah, is for it? us this year, it would cost everything added up from, and we add buses and all that kind of stuff. So all this extra yeah. Uh, yeah. cost that goes into it, it'd be five hundred bucks a student for them to be able to go. Wow, to camp, and that so. When you and how many students do you guys typically take to Creek so, Kids Camp? So we're open to 225 students this year. 225 yeah, students. We'd be about 560. Okay. Yeah. So that's a big deal. But is that when we think is that the price that students or Creek Kids would pay? No. 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 Praise God. Yeah. Right. Praise that's God. a lot. Yeah. yeah. So because of the generosity of Clear Creek Church, t- tell me a little bit about First Gifts. What is that, and how does camps play a role in in that? Yeah, so, I mean, every year at the end of the year, we give, during December, first gifts. Um, our people generously give and invest into not just kids or students, but really through different uh, aspects of our church, different right? Buckets, but one yeah. of them is our camps and things that we do. And so um, people give on top of what they're already yeah, giving. So it's not, it's not just, uh, hey, I want this to be a part of what I'm giving. It's like it's on top of what they're already giving. So people are generously giving their money. And so we use those funds. We come together as a team and we say, hey, what would we like to kind of have that price point be for students and what would be best for their families? And so we're not able to do that without the generosity of people giving to the first gifts. So for example, like if we had no first gifts money that we were able to apply to the cost of camp, right? It'd be 500 bucks for a student to go. We're able to apply that first gifts and reduce the costs to $325 a kid. So wow. it takes $175 off the cost of camp, which I think is really generous. Yeah. yeah. That is awesome. Huge. And for Creek Kids Camp, uh, we're able to only charge 255, 255 wow. bucks, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's almost half. That's like half. It's, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. yeah. 325 is still a large math. number at the end of the day, but man, for it to be reduced almost $200 between camps, man, it's phenomenal. It's cool mm. to see that. It's a great Man, gift. that's awesome. And just uh, you should, uh, hopefully, you know, that picture of generosity, it, it's our belief in summer camps and what it can do. Yeah. It's the reason why we are willing to allocate that much money towards this, this movement because we yeah. see what comes from it and yeah. the impact that you guys make in leading those teams is pretty awesome. And yeah. so, and, and uh, like I said, man, I'm grateful for the generosity of people. Cause like you just said, it's like, when we talk about catalytic, like I feel like they explain that a little bit. It's like what we see at camp is we see, um, when the gospel re- is presented, students respond to it. Yep. Right. So salvifically, like we see a ton of kids between our camps come to faith in Jesus for the first time. We see just some next action steps. If they're followers of Jesus, like, man, there's some things that God's been working in my heart that I need to like, I need to walk in. I need to repent and believe and listen and obey all those kind of different things that we think of. But then also it's like after camp, we see kids are like, I'm ready to take that next step in my faith. So baptisms, right? So catalytically, it is just kids are making steps in their relationship with Jesus. And so, uh, again, I don't think that happens without the generosity of our people. Oh, no, absolutely. Camp would just keep getting more and more expensive. It'd be crazy. Yeah. 
Um, so when does camp registration open? Because we're about to, I mean, y'all are in the middle of camp close. season. Yeah. Yeah. It's Summer's time. not far it's away. Time. Yep. No. So when does registration open? I, know, I think Creek Kids, you guys open first, We're going right? to open yeah. first because we go a couple of weeks before yes. students go. So we're going to open up on March 21st. March 21st. Yep. Registration will be open. Yep. Yeah. And we're always usually the first uh, Monday of April, so it should be April 3rd for us. That's awesome. Yeah. And what does registration process look like if you were to like describe that? for the people listening or watching? For sure. I think the easiest thing people can do is go to clearcreek.org slash camps, and that's going to be our landing page. So okay. whether it's student camp yep. or it's children's camp, um, that's where you're going to want to go, and everything you need is going to be there. Um, frequently Asked Questions is already on there. It'll be ready to go. So anything you can imagine, hopefully, that that you think of as a parent, yeah. that should be on that page. And so you can look at all of that before you even register, and then if you have more questions, there's contact people on there as well. That's awesome. Yeah, and I would say, I don't know if this is true for children's camp, but I know for student camp, like, it fills up really quickly. Um, like, it opens, when we open up for registration on April 3rd, those spots usually go pretty quick. And so what I would encourage parents for the registration process, again, we want to we want this to be an outreach event for us. So we want their, like, if, so you're, if, you if, have you're, a committed if you're a committed kid, if you're the parent of a committed kid, man, be on mission with us that you should have your kid invite friends that are far from God, that aren't plugged into a local church, that aren't like these kids on your teams, whatever they are, to invite them and get that ball rolling early. So it's not like, hey, so week of camp, would you like to come? No, it's like two months, hey, camp's coming up you should come with me. So start having those conversations early. And I think that'd be awesome to make sure that those students, because that's really, those are the students that we want mm. to be a part of the uh, yeah. our camps. Yeah. yeah. So able to start having those conversations yeah. now then yeah, and start driving that both for children's yeah. and student yeah. camps. Um, I, I hope this conversation has been helpful. I think, you know, if, if parents had hesitations or worries or concerns about sending their kid with us for, however long camp is for the full duration of that camp period over the summer. I hope that based on the things that you guys just shared, that might help alleviate some of that. I want to ask one last question yeah. as we close. Um, if we were to leverage camp well, um, I think that it's one, again, it's one of the impactful ways that we're able to partner with parents um, in the discipleship of their student. And so how do you hope to see that play out, that camp could be something that is actually serves as an opportunity for us to partner alongside the parents in our ministry. Yeah, so I think of the saying, um, your faith is on loan till you make it your own, mm-hmm. right? Like ultimately we want faith to be prominent in the household, right? We want, we want that to be something that's happening in your household. You're having conversations about Jesus. You're talking about him at the table when you get up, when you lie down, right? Deuteronomy 6, some of those mm-hmm. thoughts about that. Um, and so I think camp is one of the best ways we can partner with parents because again, I don't know why, why God chooses to use the avenue of camp that he does. Um, but we see kids respond in that. And it's one of those like, man, my faith has been on loan for my parents or for my grandparents or whoever that was. And something happens where it clicks and it's like, no, this is my thing. You start to make it like this is Like this is, this is my relationship with Jesus. This is my walk with him. God has called me and redeemed me and restored me. Is calling me to live a certain life as well. And so he just does that at camp. And so we can partner with these, like, this is an opportunity to partner with parents that the same things that hopefully maybe you're having around the dinner table or just throughout the week, or maybe not, right? It's like, we're going to yeah. partner and hopefully push that, help that push happen, that, see yeah. that come to, to fruition. Yeah. 
But I would just say, I mean, for parents, it's one of those things that it's just, you know, your kid's coming home and they've learned all kinds of things yeah. throughout the, you know, that week. And yeah. so it's a great avenue. You, you know, whatever they come home with, hey, show me what you came home with. Show, tell me what you learned. What questions did you ask? Yeah. You know, those sorts of things. So I think it's just a great, again, it's catalytic there too. It's yeah. catalytic at home. You know, yeah. and that's our hope is that our kids will go home and be ready to share, you know, what it is that they've learned and hopefully it'll encourage, yeah. even encourage their parents, right? We have, actually have a story of years ago, there was actually a family going through a divorce. A mom and dad, two wow. twin boys came and uh, super sweet boys and the dad had warned us, hey, they just found out. We told them on the way here, which was, wow. a, you know, it, which was, you know, yeah. hard at first, but then it's like, you yeah. know, we let those leaders know and they're like, oh, we're so glad that they're here and they have a place that we can walk with them through this yeah. this week. But the beauty was those boys were so encouraged and so on fire. They went home and said, no, if you're both followers of Jesus, we are called to live oh, this wow. way wow. and uh, actually help restore their parents' marriage wow. to encourage them to get counseling and take next steps. And so we just never know. We never know, you know, yeah. all families are different and different places and even their faith journey themselves, you know? And so our hope is that our kids will be, you know, they fired up different. to go home and they leave, they come yeah. home different. Yeah. How cool. That's an awesome story. I think, you know, I think you guys both hit, hit the nail on the head. And, and I'm, I think Nicole, especially to how you just painted that picture of like, I think a lot of parents are sitting there being like, man, I want to have conversations with my kid, but I ask them and they're either like, there's nothing yeah. going on. Right. Like it's good. It's fine. And then they come home from camp. And you can look forward to those moments where your kid's going to be like, here's what I learned. You can hear them say the name Jesus and what he means to them. And the stories that come from it can be some of the sweetest times for you as a parent. And so, Cody, Nicole, I know that I'm thankful for you guys. I hope this conversation was helpful for the people listening. Give them a picture. And listen, sign up for camp. Dates yeah, are coming up soon. Dates are coming. So, Don't hesitate. Come yeah. do it with us. Well, thank you guys for being on this. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope this conversation was helpful. If you want to watch the video of this podcast or share it with a friend, you can find it at clearcreekresources.org, where you can also find articles, music, and a lot more. Again, I'm Rachel. Thanks so much for joining us today.